The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery, and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. Election Day is around the corner, and because Utah is a vote-by-mail state, the county clerk is probably dropping your ballot in the mail today, which means that sucker could arrive any day now. Now, depending on where you live, you could be voting for a mayor, city council member, or even our next congressperson. And if you live in Salt Lake City, this year might be your first time ranked choice voting. So here is what will be expected of you. It's Tuesday, October 31st. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Olivia Hodge, Salt Lake City Elections Management Coordinator. We are using ranked choice voting for our municipal election this year. Very exciting. And it's because Salt Lake City opted into a pilot program that the Utah legislature created that allows cities to try this form of voting. Give it a shot. So what's the pitch for using ranked choice voting instead of whatever we normally do? Yeah, so ranked choice voting allows voters to rank candidates by preference on their ballot. So I'm going to go tell you a little bit more about that first. So if a candidate wins a majority of the votes, which is over 50%, then they are declared the winner. And if no candidate wins a majority of the votes, then the candidate with the fewest first preference votes is eliminated and the vote is recalculated with the second preference votes now becoming the first preference. There's a lot of different reasons as to why places like this. And one of those reasons is that it's supposed to create more of a civil election for those who are running. So instead of a candidate being like, I will never go talk to that individual over there because they have a sign for candidate A, I don't want to go bug them. They can say, hey, I know that you're going to pick candidate A as your first choice, which is awesome, but maybe you should consider me for your second choice. And here's why. It's supposed to create more of a civil process. Hmm. Okay. I can see how it also creates a little bit more civility because, well, it's an attempt to eliminate the sort of us versus them. Yes. Though I have heard in past elections where ranked choice voting has been implemented that often campaigns will, especially if it's a campaign for a front runner, they will tell people to put nobody second. And they can do that. So voters do not have to rank any candidate. They can only rank one candidate if that's their choice. However, if that candidate is eliminated during the first round of voting, then when it goes to the second round, then their ballot will become exhausted, if that makes sense. So it only hurts. It does not help to rank only one candidate. So they can do that. Voters have every right to do that. It's up to their discretion. Are there cons to using Ranked choice voting? I am not here to give my own personal opinion about it, but the (laughs) city council did elect to do this. And a lot of people do like it because it does generally save because there's no primary election. So that does save taxpayer dollars. And as more states and other municipalities shift to this form, it is supposed to create more of a civil manner, which in today's election cycle, it can be very much appreciated because things seem to be very heightened and polarized. 
So there can be pros and cons depending on how you look at it and who you're talking to. So whenever I hear someone describe ranked choice voting, I feel like the word preference is used. Like I start to sort of my brain starts to implode a little bit as we talk through the way that votes are counted. Yes. But tell me if this is an appropriate understanding. We as voters should be ranking on our ballot all of the candidates that we can live with winning. Yes, that right? is correct. Like, if there's a candidate you feel like you can't stand the idea of them winning, then don't rank them. But everyone you feel like you could live with, rank them. Yeah, exactly. So for example, if there were four candidates running in a race and there was one that you're like, I could never live with this person. They're not my guy. Only rank your top three then. That is perfectly fine. Okay. Here's a question because we saw ranked choice voting used, for example, in the Sandy mayoral election. And the winner, Monica Zoltansky, who's currently the mayor of Sandy, there was some reporting that basically alleged that part of the reason she was able to pull it off, even though she wasn't a front runner, is because of ranked choice voting. So does this mean that in our, for example, Salt Lake City mayoral election, there might be an unexpected winner because of ranked choice voting? That is a possibility, but I also think that that is a possibility with any election that happens that somebody can sneak in and do that. Um, so a question hmm. is that we've often been asked is, would anyone who have won when we used RCV not have been the winner if we were to use the traditional voting method? So that's kind of, I think, going along with that maybe. And the answer to that would be no, because if somebody has already won over 50% of the vote in the first round, then they would already be declared the winner. But it also does give candidates the unique opportunity to be like, put me as your second and go from there and see. So they still need just a simple majority to pull it off. So if somebody were to get the simple majority during the first round of tabulation, they would be the winner and there would be no need to go to the second or third or fourth or so on choices. Hmm. Okay. It sounds like when you talk about these rounds of voting that this could go on for a while. Does ranked choice voting mean that it could take longer for us to get election results? I, of course, as a member of the media, am very vested in when we get election results. So it doesn't necessarily take longer to see re results. The only hmm. thing that really changes is that because votes could change day to day, like the tabulation or what count they're on, it will take until the canvas to see the actual results of the election. Whereas before you could kind of get polling each night that is one thing that does change. Um, the only other change is that if there was a recount required per state statute, that could extend the canvas a week. But that is only if the margins are within a certain threshold. Hmm. One of the, I think, most frustrating things about Election Day and Election Day coverage is the way we sort of hang on every ballot dump. Yes. Traditionally, right? You know, for example, the county clerk dumps, you know, a thousand more ballots and everyone goes to the update and everyone's tweeting and updating their stories and we're like hanging on every single ballot. And it is kind of exhausting. Sometimes I'm like, there's part of me that's like, just just tell me the winner whenever you have. Yes. Take your time and just tell me when you have a winner. Am I understanding you correctly then that there could be less of this kind of minute by minute stuff with ranked choice voting? Yes. And that, that is another reason why individuals like ranked choice voting if they do, because it's supposed to cut down on that and be like, okay, we'll just wait until the canvas to see, because there's no way yeah. that we will know for sure until the canvas. So we might as well just look then.
Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants. But the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments. So if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour. So ballots drop today, October 31st. Happy Halloween. And for voters who have never used ranked choice before, what should they expect when they open up that envelope? Because we've gotten very used to it looking a certain way. Yes, of course. That is a great question. So candidates will be in order of the master ballot position, which is established by lieutenant governor's office. And candidates will be in each spot on the left, like normal. And then in, there will be a column that will have one, two, and three. And you will go in and rank one bubble per column. One bubble per column, no more. Unless you only want to vote for your one preference, then that is just fine. Um, and to find examples of this ballot, if you want to go on to the Salt Lake County elections website, then you can actually see the ballot proofs there. And they are on our website as well. Okay. And then nothing else changes, right? We seal it. We sign it. Yes. You seal it. You sign it. Use a black or blue pen. And um, voting instructions for ranked choice will also be on the top of your ballot. If you cannot remember or you get confused, feel free to call. And then... Um, Ballot drop box locations are also located on the Salt Lake County website and as well as our website. And then you can either mail it back, go vote in person, or use a drop box. Okay. Are there any common mistakes that people should be looking out to not make? Skipping candidates is one of them. So if you skip two or more candidates, then your ballot will become exhausted. Oh! I did not know that. Yes. Or if you're ranking multiple people for number one, that does not work either. Or if you try to use all three of your votes for one candidate, that's not how that works. You really only get one vote. So mm. it'll work the same way as if you only voted for one individual, used one preference spot. Okay. 
man, we are like children. (laughs) Well, I know that you are not here to express your personal opinion, but this ranked choice voting pilot program is set to end in 2026. And as an elections professional, I mean, would you recommend that this is something we keep exploring in Salt Lake City use again? Or are we waiting on data? How do you think it's going to go? I think it can really go either way. And I'm going to defer to the voters, honestly, because I can see value in both methods. But the Weber State actually put out a study, um, I believe last year, about ranked choice voting and how it looks across America. And I do think it's really interesting. And I think that using ranked choice voting for municipal elections does have value. And I think it's very interesting. And in today's political climate, anywhere where we can create a more civil language along elections and among election officials and candidates, I am always happy about that. I will never complain about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, did the study point to any successes? Like, do we know if it actually makes our elections more civil? Because, I mean, I saw an NPR story just a week ago that a quarter of Americans support violence to protect our democracy. So I, as well as you, am very invested in a civil election and peaceful transitions of power. Do we know that this works or are we just hoping? If I'm thinking about the analysis, if I'm remembering correctly, and this I could be off base, I believe that candidates did feel like it created a more civil environment, and that is coming Mm. from the candidates. But as far as voters, we welcome any feedback. I would love to hear how voters feel about it. And even though I don't make the decisions, I do think it's very interesting, and I would encourage residents to reach out to their city council members if this is something that they're in favor of, to voice their support, or if it's something that they are completely against moving forward, that's what I would encourage to do just because I'm just here to make things run as smooth as possible in whatever way that is. Yeah. Well, Olivia Hodge, Salt Lake City's Elections Management Coordinator, thank you for doing this work. We know this is the, tis the season. You are very busy and I thank you for your time and good luck with this election. Thank you so much, Allie. Ranked choice voting is only being used in municipal races. So if you're in Congressional District 2 and have the opportunity to vote in that federal special election, your ballot will look like this. On the one side, a federal election. Vote for one candidate. On the other side, municipal races. Ranked choice. Now, Election Day is November 21st, and if you want a list of deadlines, you want to get registered to vote or to make sure you are registered to vote, I've got you. Our Hey Salt Lake newsletter segment, How to Vote in the 2023 Election, is linked in the show notes for you. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.